The Elijah Bailey Show is sponsored by Black and Studios, Oklahoma premier podcasting production. Motherfucker. Hmm, we do fuck your mom. No. <laughs> <laughs> the Elijah Bailey Show is sponsored by Black and Studios, Oklahoma's premier podcasting production studio. Passion, motivation, and lifestyle. If you have a message you're passionate about and want to join the Black and family, then contact us at podcast at blackandstudios.com. Also, make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Black and Studios. Hey, folks, it's Elijah Bailey. And this is Richard Taplin. Why do you sound so down when you say your own name? Because I was looking down. And who else do we have here in the room with us? Say your name. This oh, smooth yes. motherfucker over here. <laughs> you want me to say it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want you to say it. DT. Oh, and for short, we know. Sean Thornton for long. And we know the, the Johnson family is signing papers right now. Yes. Splitting up because this is the trifecta. Oh, wow. <laughs> the trifecta right here. So let me so. ask you. I mean, so, so. <laughs> You heard the ending of Red Six of Golden Corral. I did. Uh, <laughs> what, what did you think of that? Did it you? It was very heartwarming. Let me let me say that first. You know, it was very, very. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. What is the word? I mean, uh, arousing. <laughs> Have you ever been compared to an ancient god before? No, I haven't. That was that was really a big uh, compliment right there. Oh, I was dude. like, wow, really? But it was ancient hilarious. god. Yeah, it was. It was. Hilarious. It was. It was hilarious. And, you know what? It, the, what made it so much funnier is it's all so true. Like Nick was crying last night while he drank <laughs> beers, and uh, you know I don't want to spend too much time on that. We'll get back into it because you didn't get to come to the OKC podcast meetup last I did night. Not. So we'll talk about it here in a minute. But <laughs> Nick, I, I, I want to kind of apologize, but it, we can't help it. This is just mm-hmm. how we were we were made. This mm-hmm. is who we are every day. If 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 Heather enjoys her time here at Black and Studios more so than she does with Red Six. I mean, I don't know what to do. But today's show, we're, <laughs> we're going to talk about all the current stuff that's going on in the anime industry, movie industry. We're also going to have our segment Real Talk again, and then we're going to open up the duffel bag. Now, we're going to open it up slowly because I do not want Jeremy Nutton as fast as he did last time based on his proclamation. So, so furiously, so angry. So let's get started with the Elijah Bailey Show right now. Jeremy just finished from that intro, a little bitch. All right, so <laughs> shout out to Jeremy Evans on the Gamer Stand uh, podcast. No, 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 it's okay. I did that. But you, now, when whenever we do the real shout outs, people are gonna be like, "I'm compared to that." No, not at all, because okay. it's not with the real shout out. Oh, okay, there we go. Yeah. I, I like that. A lot I better. shout out them out. Check them out, Gamer Stand podcast. You just ruining the show, right? Check him out. <laughs> Shouting out to Jeremy. So today we have uh, DT with and us. And shout out to one mic, one voice yes. is in yes, the sir. studio today. Half the team is yes. in the building. Yes, That's thanks right. for thanks for hanging out with us a little <laughs> bit longer. Sure. We can't stay you, long, but I'm here. What do you got? A Snapple there? This is no, ever, it's not ever Snapple, fresh. dude. That's ever fresh. What is that? pure 100 percent orange juice? I thought you were gonna say Cambodian breast milk. 100. Do you remember about that episode? <laughs> DT? I do. Mm. I do vividly remember that episode. That was. Do you mind? Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> you want to revisit I it? I do want to revisit that because I referenced that episode quite a bit. Um, so, I, I mean, how was that? Because me and you, I mean, I feel like now me and you are hella cool, mm-hmm. hella, hella close. Back then, we, we, we were still trying to understand each other a little bit. <laughs> so, I think that was really our first time really, really interacting that long with uh, each other outside for over the phone and maybe like one or two times working out. Mm-hmm. And I remember asking you about breast milk. Mm-hmm. 
And you started <laughs> out by because you're a are a uh, child was a psych a counselor. Mm-hmm. So you was referring to it being good for children. Nutrition. Yeah. Nutrition. Yes. And then when I said fuck that, I'm talking about <laughs> you. <laughs> How do you like the teddy milk? And uh, still haven't never had it. Still never had. It. Okay, okay. <laughs> so it, it, it's still to come. Okay, so it's been time. like it's been over a year now, almost yeah, a year and a half. I'm thinking, I'm thinking year three. He's gonna have a little taste. He's gonna come in with a milk mustache and record one <laughs> mic, one voice. He's gonna come in here like like he's strung out on crack. He's like, shit. Is it is it good? I mean, ah, that's just delicious. Wow. Mm, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like uh, you know, the like aroma you know, like soy milk or like uh, silk milk. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. that with a little bit more thickness to it. <laughs> if you could see Deshaun's face right now, I'm just you know, now it doesn't pour like you know normal right, milk. Course, it course. doesn't just you know, flow. It's just like it's like okay. Have you guys ever back in the day? Like wait, no, Richard. Let's back up. <laughs> let's back up. Okay, now you're trying trying to process. Are you like intentionally extracting breast milk, yeah. or is it like by default of other things going on? You kind of get some in your mouth at first it was by accident Mm -hmm. and then after that it became intentional have have you seen Caden how skinny Caden is (laughs) it's because Richard didn't allow him to drink the titty milk yeah so you malnourished a child yeah. I try to split it in For with your him. Own <laughs> but he's too greedy. Kate but then what I well, he's way too greedy. And what I ended up doing was just putting oatmeal in his milk. So <laughs> you, you know, give him a little thickness into <laughs> it. So he was he was okay. Put a little water, put a little <laughs> thickness. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. if you're But it's kinda like you remember those honeysuckles back in the day? Yeah. You remember honeysuckles? <laughs> you know, you like clip the back mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. you just get like yeah. a little mm. That's that's mm. how it is. Ah. There you go. <laughs> I need a little bit. <laughs> For any parents out there, any fathers out there that want the titty milk and are worried about the kid, yeah, oatmeal. Yeah. Give them fucking oatmeal. Oatmeal and water. It, oatmeal and water, take it over. And then they, also introduce them to formula milk. Yeah, because they don't they don't know the fucking difference. It's disgusting. And they can't do any they're babies, they can't do shit. If they start getting up and you put their ass in the room and shut the door and then get the titty milk yourself. Now so. I did try formula milk and it is it's not nasty. <laughs> like it is actually like like how Grady? dare they even oh, try wow. to even Is it Grady? Because it's, it's Dude, it tastes like it tastes like protein powder down there, dude. It is disgusting. Like the fucking chips that we had. Yes, it is disgusting. <laughs> the quest it's disgusting. Yeah. Ain't so. nothing like the real ordeal. <laughs> wow. Yeah. These, these cats are like comparing titty yeah. milk, like milk like Coke We're product. scientists. <laughs> We're scientists. We research. We study. It's like yeah. Coke or Dr. Pepper. Yeah. Which mm. yeah. Well, if you take this. Yeah. So, uh, 23 flavors. Now, I know that. <laughs> I know you listen to this show. Yeah. And Red Six. But and I know you don't listen to the Gamer Stand. So what's been happening the last couple episodes is... Um, and it, it's kind of sad. I put this on uh, Instagram and Facebook because Nick Johnson from Red Six had a message for, for the gamer stand. But Jeremy and uh, John Stone gave a uh, eight minute, uh, almost like wrestling promo. They tried so hard to be mean and say some things that that hurt my feelings. But they, you know, I shit. I don't have any more feelings left. So they for eight minutes straight. Yeah. Yeah. Wicked. Yeah. And, and Nick yeah. Johnson kind of said, he's like, dude, they, they probably should have stopped at two. Two to four minutes was their limit because Jeremy couldn't hit those high. Uh, <laughs> but but the, I would like to play it, but it's not going to sound good. But Nick Johnson said, if you're going to talk trash to Elijah Bailey show, use your big boy voice. That's, that's exactly <laughs> what he said. But when John Stone, because we're supposed to have this whole deal together and do a game, you know, play games against each other, the Elijah Bailey show versus uh, the gamer stand. When John Stone told me that Jeremy Evans – a gamer himself is not going to compete. 
this is the message I have. What, what do you, you say? What you have to say? Okay, first. now this is coming out of Stone's voice, and I'm not backing up Jeremy whatsoever because okay. he, he did call us out. I need to hear this from Jeremy's voice to to validate. That's just me. Okay. I need to hear it from the horse's mouth since, because Stone he says a lot of stuff. Since Stone sucks his dick so often, I just want to you know. I feel like. <laughs> It got transferred down to his mouth to to. You guys are really candid yeah. on this show. Yeah, I know. So, but <laughs> I really didn't know what I was getting myself into. <laughs> We're gonna move past this here in oh, a second. Okay. But okay, I I, I, I will wow. I will make this since since Richard's saving judgment. I will too. So I'll make this nice. He's like, this um, is not the one, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, where are you right now? I'm getting desensitized from everything that. I'm not even going to drop his yeah, name yeah, on the so, show. So okay, so I'm gonna keep this nice then. Jeremy, if you're not gonna play the game, shut the fuck up while grown folks is talking. I'll just make it that easy. That nice. Now, if mm-hmm. I do hear from Jeremy, he's not playing, then I might say you're a bitch, or or I'll, I'll go on the extremes. But I don't want to waste my valuable podcasting time. With yeah, because we've okay. already kind of wasted. Yeah. I'm talking so about. Uh, just since Dave Sean's in the studio, what's been going on with you? Because I've been I've supposed to come over to your house like uh, damn near six months now about a well, year ago so. <laughs> it's been about that so. have you been there for almost a year yeah december will be a year god yeah. damn so i bought a house elijah i mean yeah, yeah. whenever so you get some over. time come on come on by. Come got on some, over hang got out. some furniture in there now some cigars you can have some place to sit down yeah, have some yeah. scotch, very nice have, house very nice house it, it looked like it on that facebook video that i saw i Which, feel good cause i feel like i've been there even though i, I did mess up your ceiling uh, no, I've been, <laughs> what what story is this? Hey, okay, another day. <laughs> That's how many times I've been over God there. I've, I've already already fucked up the place. Dude. Yeah. All right, okay, so half of Elijah Bailey show has been there, so I got to come. Uh, I know you're having a party, right? On man, December 9th. it's gonna be a blast, too, man. I'm gonna, is it gonna be in the backyard? It's actually it's, it's going to be like it, well, dude. Their backyard some, is like we're going to have some like yeah. outdoor heaters just in case if mm. the temperature ain't too bad. We have a chimney back there, so people can what? be warm. A chimney. See, see, I told you, dude. I tried to I tried to warn dude, you, but you, you kind of just shrug your shoulders. I, know, I told you I their know. backyard is like on a whole another level. Level. <laughs> and so yeah, man. It just you know some close friends, other other people in. Uh, in the community who are progressive and trying to just enjoy each other's company, you know, like we're going to have live music, going to have some poetry, going to have some, um, some comedy, it's gonna be dope. I man. feel like I have to take a Black History class just to come over and hang out. Now I have a question, real quick. <laughs> By any chance, if if we're gonna have comedy there, uh-huh. uh, is is it by someone that um, is it it's by one uh, of my friend, well, somebody I know? Okay, mm-hmm. is it um. Al. Al. Yeah. yeah. Is yeah. it going to be Al? It's, yeah. It's oh, okay. I remember yeah, Al. Okay. Al. Now, yeah. my feelings are going to get hurt if he brings up my uh, my, my little short thing and went to the yeah, cabins. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Your bridge shorts. Yeah. Bridge short. My Did feelings. you ever find them? I never found them. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, whenever you talk to Al, <laughs> just uh, just ask him. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you guys, because uh, I got invited to this as well. And dude. Elijah. Elijah gets Elijah, invited to everything, dude. dude. He just, he's, he's disrespectful. Man, he just I never shows up. Bro, I done invited him to so much stuff, too. I wish, DT, man. Gonna, I, wish I could. Gonna, I work all the time. I can't go. So. Excuses, excuses. But, you're going to do some it, cool this things. This was in the man. summer. got to find time, This man. was in the summer. I I do. I'm just going to say I do. find more time. So this was in the summer. Time management. June, July. When did you guys go? It was Memorial Weekend. Yeah, that's like in May. Yeah, May. Okay, so May. Okay. Dude, you would have had so much fun. Dude, that's why I heard. Because there was like, what, 30 people there or more? It was a blast, man. No, we weren't. No, there was like like 18 of us. There was like a thousand people there. Yeah, it was like hell But it was like only about 18 of us. And couples, retreat, hanging out. You should have came, dude. 
No cell phone reception. At least I don't have any cell phone reception. Dude, with the way my fucking too phone much alcohol. Works, I don't have shit on my fucking phone. Too much alcohol for me. There's no. No, I've never heard that before. Whenever you wake up in the middle of the night screaming at your wife about bridge shorts, <laughs> you may have drunk too much. <laughs> and how did she feel about said screaming? Dude, she was freaked out. All everybody was freaked out. Like they heard. I didn't hear it. You didn't hear I didn't it. Hear it. No, okay. Didn't. Well, Fort DeAndre was telling me like some people outside they had heard because I was in there just like. Yeah. Were you like the really? You really? <laughs> so talk wow. to me after this. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Is there an underlying issue that we need to? Talk I don't know. Yes, yeah, so I was in there you tripping. Just like people touching the shit. And I was I was tripping so bad. Like, have you ever had like an outer body experience? Yeah. I had one of those, and I was like, oh, shit, I'm tripping. I need to lay my ass <laughs> back down and go back to sleep, like, now. <laughs> At least I'm just sitting there, catch it, though. Yeah, I, I instantly called it. I was like, man, let me let me quit fucking tripping, dude. Let me wow. fuck back. It was a bad, it was a weird dream. And I blame yeah. my dad because he was, in my dream, he was talking about bridge shorts. And he was trying to play, the, you know, the card game. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. He was talking about these shorts. And I, he was like, Buck, where's your shorts at? And I was like, I, I, ain't, I don't have them. You ain't got your shorts? I'm, no. Where they at? So then I woke up. I'm like, shit. Where the fuck my shorts at? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm. Uh, but DeAndre had a great time. <laughs> <laughs> after that, after the yeah, fact, yeah, after that, I'm not surprised. Food that was happened. good. So, um, other than that, man, just just life, you know, just, just life, chill now, mm-hmm. dude. What about you, Richard? You got a podcasting. You know, when, when's the when's the baby on the way? Uh, no babies on the way. All natural birth, because that's what that's the only reason we have these titty milk conversations mm-hmm. to prepare you for the life that's coming. So, okay. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of they, breast milk. They shine. The baby's not in the, in the not even in the, near the oven. Not even, <laughs> not even being seasoned right now. Not at all. The well, baby, the baby, haven't even been pulled out of the package yet. Man, <laughs> don't even know where to go <laughs> shopping yet. Huh? Nah. Don't even know where to go shopping yet. I haven't even right. typed in "baby" on Google yet. Hey, I'm right there with you, dude. Right. Richard's the only one that has committed himself to. But I mean, I, mean, I think cool, fatherhood. He's is like such five a, now. Yeah. yeah. Wow. He's that's the cool years. Five years. Like when oh yeah, it's 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 super cool because you know you can relate and. You know, you start seeing their personality, you kind of hang out and play video games and whatnot. Yeah, fucking do it Man, your son's going to have a dad, you know, and that's, like, so important. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there are a lot of kids who don't, and it's, like, growing up separate from him or, you know, however that may work, single mm-hmm. parents. And they have, I mean, it comes with its issues. And it's not like kids who have both parents don't have issues, but, I mean, for yourself to even have that as a start, to be a family, you have a wife, you have your, your child, you know, y'all are together. That's an impactful thing for a kid to see his parents together, you yeah. know. Yeah. And I'm sure you guys have issues, but it's like that's a that's a great, great beginning. And yeah. I just wanted to say congratulations. congratulations. Appreciate it, man. On that. Yeah. And it's like, you know, we have to even congratulate each other on those small really levels do. because mm-hmm. it matters, you know. Yeah. Your son life will be way different if he didn't have you in it, you know what I mean? So yeah. kudos, bro. Yeah. yeah and I and I honestly I think my I know my life would be a lot different if I didn't have him. Uh, you know, or or Deandra uh, in my life either. Uh, like I said, I think I always look back and thinking about how did I used to think before Caden, mm-hmm. and it just doesn't make sense. It was totally like a different. Complete, person. It's a completely different person. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, oh, that dude looks just like me. Don't know who he is. Though. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. See, I don't have any kids. I just have the kids at the Christ school. So seeing them and trying to strengthen bonds with their mm-hmm. family is because, like, my dude. When people ask me about my dad. I'm like, dude, my dad is fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Like he's 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 who he is. But I couldn't. I couldn't be that way. I couldn't be like damn near sixty and having kids still. Because if I have a baby and my dad has a baby, my uh, my kid's <laughs> uncle will be the yeah, same fucking yeah, age. Yeah, you hear him. about those all the time. Yeah, so I'll be like, oh, 
Oh, someone is still yeah. being naughty. He, dude, he <laughs> is, and like, I'm gonna give the the people just the inside of my dad's mind because he'll send text sometime, and it'll be like on his birthday. So like, people are supposed to send happy birthday to him. He's like, man. You guys are so welcome. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> so welcome that you just from my seed. You got the strength of, you know, all the Nubian kings. And I'm like, dude, happy birthday, Dad. I will talk to you next year. Wow. <laughs> he's just, he just, he's just an, an outlandish kind of cat. The one deal that I do get from him is uh, my love for jump roping and boxing. He never taught me that. But I naturally gravitated towards jump rope, even before I heard that he liked jump roping and same thing with boxing. That's why I like to incorporate boxing so heavily into martial arts. So I know boxing and jump roping we have in common. Other than that, his ideology on things is just way out there. And that's why I tried to work so hard. And it took me seven years before me and Jessica got, got married because I was like, dude, I don't believe in divorce and all the other stuff. So we got to make sure that's going to work now. And then the rest of the stuff should be easy shit. You know, it'll still be challenging because we'll still try to figure out who we are and have to progress. But, I mean, at least we'll know who each other are yeah. and we can grow together versus, you know, getting married real quick. And like, Man, I fucking hate you and all this mm-hmm. other stuff because it's just, like you said, it's a different deal if you don't have both your parents there. Mm-hmm. I was fortunate enough to have my uncles and my grandparents and everybody else. So this this segment right here, folks, this is the real talk. We, we, and which we I'm, just, glad, yeah. I'm, glad, I'm glad you brought <laughs> that up because, it yeah, I was about to throw it in because uh, since the real talk is also about, I think you put in show notes, martial arts as well. Yeah. And um, I wouldn't have shit to say on that. You, you train for a little bit. Yeah, I train for like yeah. a blink. <clears throat> but you understand, you know the mentality though. Well, yeah, yeah. I think I understand a, a, a good fraction Oh, the mentality. <laughs> but, you know, we have DT in here who also trained. DT's uh, nickname is Ass Kicker. <laughs> <laughs> the one-legged Ass I'm a, Kicker. I'm a nice guy. Don't believe it. Hey, nah, dude. He said, it. He's an ancient god. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Man, you know what's funny? From is the that past. Like, <laughs> having, having, I don't know what you're going to ask me. Go ahead, ask your question. No, 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 no. You, no, no. I, li- I like it when you do this. I like it when you do this. Okay. So, like. Elijah was a big motivator for me to continue with martial arts once I was reintroduced. And when I say reintroduced, it's like your first introduction is watching Bruce Lee mm-hmm. movies and imitating karate movies you see on, on TV. And, of course, like growing up, we didn't have even a martial arts uh, dojo in our yeah. neighborhood. So it was like we just jump off the kitchen table or, you know, yeah. off the back of the car just <laughs> acting like we were these martial yeah. artists. but. Mm-hmm. And so, like, even growing up, I had a passion for it, just like, you know, the money wasn't there or the, yeah. the resources weren't there for us to go to a class. And when I when I went to the um, to the class for the first time, you know, I met Elijah, I met uh, at the time uh, Mr. Watley. Mm-hmm. How old were you? I was like 22, 20. Yeah, I think so. Cause we, were, you know, we were like really, we were I remember me and Elijah being really close in age. I think I might have been 23 and Elijah was like 22. How old are you now? I'm 30 now. Yeah, yeah, you're older. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah. How, how was that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh? I was say, you, you, you're about to be 30 how, in like another no, month. No, no, no. Yeah, it's in decent. But how was that jump to 30 before you go on with your story? Man, 30 has been. Um, Enlightening? My whole life has been an enlightenment. But at oh. the, at the mm-hmm. same time, like. Leave the DT to say something like that. Mm-hmm. As you get older, man, it's like your perception of things are always evolving. Yeah. You know, and it's like even small things that you look at, you don't see the same. Yeah. And so even being amongst people, like I value relationships. Mm-hmm. And so having having friends even that you can rely on, that you can call and just say, Hey man, are you okay? You good? Yeah. That's 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 what brings um 
joy in my life, mm-hmm. you know, just to know that I, I am somebody that can reciprocate the same type of relationships that I'm giving out yeah. and, and it's coming back my way. But, um, yeah, you know, as as you get older, I mean, there are a lot. I mean, I've done a lot of stuff um, over my little lifetime so far, and so like my my perspective on a lot of things are, are different. But being thirty has just really been a blessing because most of us don't make it this age. You know, it's yeah. like yeah. now yeah. the goal is, the goal is to get old. Yeah, and it's like that's not promised to anybody. You know, so you know having the right people in your life, being able to see things clearly, being able to be in a mental space where you feel okay and you feel like you can um, have hope and look mm-hmm. forward to something. That's that's those are all the things that have encompassed my my thirty years. Yeah, and so that's that's kind of where I'm at right now with, yeah. with being thirty. I'm going to be thirty one in a couple months. So mm-hmm. I just yeah, because then your birthday was January, February, February, February. thirty one, thirty one. Always right behind you. But I'm lucky. I'll still though. be in my twenties. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what Deshaun wanted to say. I said it for him. Fuck you. Yeah, I'll, I'll still be in the twenties. You'll yeah, be. You'll I feel. Be. I feel blessed, man. You know. I, I mean, it's it's been a I'll be able to move these bones a little bit quicker. It's been a journey for sure. You know, up and down, but I'm I'm thankful, man. But uh, back to what you're saying, like coming to the Christ school. Oh for the yeah. First okay. Time. So yeah. So yeah. Didn't want to push you out yeah, of your. Sorry. Your, he was sorry. enlightening the fuck out of me. But we, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so being able to. You know, be there and see these black dudes who are doing it. And like Elijah was a black belt, I was like, "Damn, this got a black belt!" Like, like a legit black belt. Hell, look at him trying to look all modest. Why are you looking of, down I, there? I was thinking, like, <laughs> what, what black kids been been in karate that long? You know, like yeah. for us, it'd be like an introduction. If your mom or dad have have money to introduce you to a class, it'd be just that. You know, you go a couple times. No. You know, once they got a body uniform or you know something else that required more money, they pull you yeah. out. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so. I was I was really amazed at at just being there amongst them first of all, but when I started training though, this is one thing. See, yeah, so was it? I mean, how was it comparing to like the, the movies and everything? To I mean, because you know, you're you're at I, your peak at 22, or you're, you're you're in pretty good shape. Yeah, I mean, I've always been an athlete, so I think anything related to athletics or sports, like I mean, you just pick it up. You know, it's like. Yeah, like, pretty easy. It's like learning how to ride a bike, and then somebody show you a ten speed. Okay, it's different, but I can ride a ten speed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just a little bit more learning. But um, you know, the way that Elijah, you know, him and I were working together real closely. You know, I was going to a lot of the classes. We were doing one on one stuff. He was giving me like everything he could. You know, not and, and it wasn't even about money because at the time I don't even think I was paying anything. No, it was yeah. just like. Coming in and grinding. Yeah, right. <laughs> just hanging out with this other black cat who was kicking ass, you know. <laughs> Literally. And and I don't think I've ever said this before, but oh, that's the first time. First time. Elijah Daily Daily Show. Show, yeah. Man, Elijah Elijah really helped build my confidence. Like not even that I had low self esteem. Like nothing silly like yeah. that. But in the world, man, you have to deal with everybody, you know. So. And coming in contact even with somebody who want to do you harm, it's like, man, I don't want a problem with anybody. But if something happens, I want to be able to defend myself too. And I've always been a you know pretty good fighter, brawler, yeah. Type. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I never really got in fights. But at the same time, like once you're trained in a certain way to fight, it's like you have a respect for it. And so now, because I can go out and whoop some ass, thank you. <laughs> I don't feel like I have to. Like, you know, yeah. that's that's my power. You know, I don't have to try and bring the fight to anybody else. But I know if it comes to me, 
hey, you're going to have to deal with me. It's going to be a bad But day. Elijah had prepared me for that, you know what I mean? And so, like, it was it was way empowering just to be introduced to it and to be able to, you know, go up through the ranks. I have a green belt with mm-hmm. blue stripes. Yeah. I, wanted, I wanted to keep going, but it's like, you know, I moved and – wasn't as close to the gym as I was before, and so it's kind of like a, a time and time and space thing. But man, I love it, man. I, I can't wait to finally graduate to black belt. Um, yeah, it's dude. still a, it's still an aspiration of mine. But Elijah made it so cool, man. It's like, why wouldn't I want to finish? You know, mm. why wouldn't I want to try and kick as many asses yeah. as I could? Yeah. You know, while, <laughs> while I'm in class, you know, just yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's just it's just like that type of vibe. Because at the end of the day, like I said. If if something was to happen, you know, you have somebody who is mentally preparing you for the world out there that's not for you, you know, or for mm-hmm. or on your side sometimes. So yeah. that was that was worth its weight and gold. Besides the fact that, I mean, I just like to do it do it in any way. Yeah, mm. yeah, dude. I mean, and there's 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 several students. I mean, you guys heard me talk about Ashton. I don't think they heard me talk about Willie. But Deshaun and Willie were, are the are the tournament dogs right there. Like they go out to tournaments and you're like, dude, I almost like if I if I felt for other people, I would almost feel sorry because I'm about to tear <laughs> that ass up <laughs> all across the ring. And but it's I mean, like you know, even going to tournaments, that was an advantage I had. Like Elijah's is a black belt, and I was starting off sparring against him. Yeah, so you um, already had this, and it made sense. Huge you know, like we're the same age, same size type of deal, yeah. and you know, we're not, like going to go up against some white belt. White belt kids, you know, but <laughs> kick the shit out of. <laughs> even fighting against another white belt at the time wasn't wasn't like, you know, I felt like I it was wasn't a white fighting belt Elijah. Because it's exactly like, <laughs> dude, if you can't whoop Elijah, you can't whoop me. Pretty yeah. much. I mean, that's how I feel. If you can't beat Elijah up, you can't beat me up. <laughs> well, yeah, so much fun though up at the school because, like, we start talking about all the the bullshit that's going on, and like even when we start just lifting, like, because we got out of training for a little while, you start coming back and just lifting. Mm-hmm. Dude, like, all right, what you what you repping over there? What we, what we getting ready to do? Mm-hmm. And then running because I'm like, I think at the time I had a whole bunch of stuff. I think my knee was bothering me, but having Deshaun up there, it was ankle, I believe. My ankle, mm-hmm. it did transform my workout because I still had to baby it. But it's like, man, we still gonna get this workout. Yeah, and that's the mentality yeah. of a martial artist. Like day in and day out, 365 days a week, I gotta defend myself. There's none of this UFC bullshit or this the sports karate people where oh I don't have a tournament until next month, so I got two weeks off. Fuck that. Somebody might try to get me and my wife or something mm-hmm. else. I was like, shit, if my car breaks down, I'm going to run my ass to wherever I need to be. Because I remember you, Caleb Daniels, even Wit, like this circle that we have, they'll call me and be like, hey, you know, some shit might be going down. Or, man, I, man, I should have called you earlier because I was at this restaurant. That, like, Wit, he was on episode 10 of Elijah Bailey's show. He had to slap the shit out of a kid for fucking with his burger at uh, the burger joint down in Edmond. I was like, I don't know why people do shit like this. But because he had came up and trained, and it was like right after we had been fighting a lot for the last like four weeks straight, he was more confident in handling the it situation. Went. Yeah. Instead, like Wit's always been, you know, that hard knucklehead and he, he knows how to fight, but he said uh, that kid stuck his finger in his burger and like licked it and walked oh, off. Wow. Wit, as, before he could even move, <laughs> slapped the shit out of him and made him buy him another burger. But like most people would just be like, oh, what the fuck? This is, and they just cuss at the other person and go buy another burger. No, people need to be held accountable sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't take physicality. It takes confidence. But even with the the the, the confrontation, like I said, some people just need to be confronted with it. Yeah. But like what DT was saying, if you have that mindset and respect for fighting, yeah. that confrontation, because some people fear confrontation because they don't want to lead into exactly. physical. Mm-hmm. But if you respect 
the physical side of fighting and confrontation, you're not afraid to approach someone so about. I mean, because if you when you engage, you have to decide right then how far you want to take it, right? Yeah. Because do take I want to kill? Right. Do I want to yeah. kill exactly. this little motherfucker? And it's, and it's like, <laughs> exactly. And what I'm saying about having the confidence in yourself and knowing what you can do, it's like, man, I would be more prone to have that person, you know, just say. Look, you probably want to get away from me, or I mean, and, yeah. the, and the counselor in me is always so, yeah, so, woosa, uh, you know, <laughs> right, woosa. And so, like I said, it's it's not really about uh, you know taking the fight to somebody, but being able to handle yourself in situations, just being able to know in your mind that if it does get to a certain level, that you're willing to go all the way because you know that at the end of the day, you have to go back home to the people mm-hmm. that you care about, the people who love you. Yep. And this is this is what I learned from being able to train so often with Elijah. And it's like, man, now, I mean, if even if it was like y'all against me, you know, like I have to be ready to go because I can't, I can't deal with that that aspect of friendship and that stuff. <laughs> and not and not saying it's, it's like it's, it's y'all gonna jump. Yeah. Well, it's not saying like, like y'all gonna jump, one, but right? you know, like if you're in a room with somebody, it's like you having to gauge what could happen. And like, okay, how? How far can I take this? Well, yeah, you know, and then you looking at stuff around. Okay, I could use this. Yeah, it's funny because because I, I, I was actually telling Deandra that too, and uh, that's kind of how Elijah has kind of got me to thinking in the little fraction of a fraction that I was spending <laughs> with y'all. Um, uh, I remember we was actually coming back from San Diego, and we was in a car, uh, and they were taking us back to where our car was parked at. And I remember I was in the car. And, no, I had, like, the keys in my hand, and this other guy got in the front seat. It was, like, one of those, like, weird taxis. Mm -hmm. So the driver, guy in front of me, and me and DeAndre in the back seat. So I'm sitting here, and I always plot out, okay, if it got real, Mm -hmm. (laughs) how far could I take this? Uh, I do that on the airplanes. Most of the time, wherever I'm at, I try to – I plan. It's almost like a video game to me as well. So DeAndre was asking me when we got in the car. She's like, hey, why were you looking like that in the car for? I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, well – it's because I was trying to figure this out, okay? I was trying to figure out, like, if I stab this dude in front of me with the keys, he's probably going to look at – the driver's going to look at me, of course. <laughs> I'm going to have to kick him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do the sidekick that Elijah taught me to <laughs> there do. There we go. There and we then go. you're going to need to grab the steering wheel before uh, the car flips over. Yeah. We could probably make it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it's, totally – It's always, like, like <laughs> situational thinking because, like you said, anything can happen anytime. And so what, what around me, what is my atmosphere, where am I? Uh, what is at my disposable if I have to get out of this situation? Yeah. And it's just a survival thing at the end of the day, man. Like, you have to go on, you know, no matter what. So who is it going to be? Yeah, exactly. This this last thing before we kind of move on, because, dude, I've just been getting the feels all over. Like, my deal is I didn't let my own heart issue kick my ass, so why am I going to let somebody else whip my ass? Mm. Like, whenever there's something going on, like, people like, oh, well, sure, like, I have comedian friends, and people are like, oh, well, tell me a joke. Who the fuck are you for me to tell you a joke? Like, oh, show me some moves. Why the fuck do I need to show you Do you, you get a that move? a lot? Yeah. Because, I mean, because it, it's Because you're not really like a showboat un- person no. at all. No. Like, no one knows I try, like, who Elijah Bailey really that's is. exactly right. I'm like Dark Queen Duck. You know, a mild-mannered father. Uh, I get a little bit better than Darkwing. Okay. Well, People Darkwing. know who Darkwing Duck is. Oh, you motherfucker. I love right, him. So, <laughs> anyway, we're going to move off Richard. But, um... They asked me to show them something. I was like, nah, I was, here, let me show you how to make a fist. And that right there blows their fucking mind. But uh, when I show them that fist, 
I just make sure to touch my first two knuckles ever so lightly on some part of their body. Yeah. Because, you know, like, if you train, if you do your knuckle push-ups, you know how to punch, it doesn't matter where you hit, you're going right to the bone. So, like, holy shit, if you punch me, my whole body would break. And this time, I was like, no, 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 that wouldn't happen. We wouldn't, I wouldn't even fight. I'd just walk away. But having that mentality, like, letting people know, like, fuck. Like, that shit hurt him just touching me, and yet he still chooses to walk away. Mm-hmm. Probably don't want to fuck with this guy, <laughs> except for my wife. She's the one that pushes the buttons, and if I say any more, I'll be in trouble. Doghouse. Yeah. No, I, I, well, I, I, okay, I filed a restraining order because she was beating me too bad, I, so I, I didn't want to lose any cred on my hey, podcast. Hey, it's, it's okay. But, it's okay. You're amongst <laughs> friends. All right. Yeah, hope, hopefully. I'm going to get some And emails. the thousands. <laughs> and the millions <laughs> and millions. So how how much longer you got, Deshaun? Uh, I could probably take a couple more questions. Okay. Oh, <laughs> because the the show that we had today, it's got scrapped. This is our no, show. No, today, today uh, I actually thought of a title. Wait, okay. Don't say it on there. I actually we wanna... forgot it. Motherfucker. <laughs> no, but I, I was going to say, I was like, I'm just going to just blur it out on the show. And then that's going to be the top if I can remember it because it's most likely I'm going to forget it. Okay. So hopefully if I edit or listen to it, you, you'll get it back. Maybe. All right. So what I want to do uh, real quick is we kind of. In the ring with DT. There we go. Oh, I think that's what it was. Motherfucker. Mm, I like that shit. Yeah. That shit got me moist right there. Yeah. All right. So uh, we hit. We Y'all are a trip. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't hit this at the top of the show, but shout out to the OKC podcast community, which we went to the meetup. And this is the story I want to get into. Right, episode 58 of Red Six Gone Corral. They kind of, Nick Johnson, at the very end of the show, tail end of the show, they challenge us to uh, a video game off because episode 51, his wife Heather came on the show talking about Harry Potter. But when she got here, she got to experience the blacken of Blacken Studios. She mm-hmm. ran into me, Richard, and Deshaun. And so he was kind of feeling kind of sad about it. You know, uh, we talked I think, about, uh, you know, insecure. Yeah, his sweating issues yeah. and his, he's not as dark. You know, and his mustache isn't as fine. I but like his mustache. I do. Yeah. I do. I think but his he, mustache is like. Mm. He wants that good old Eddie Murphy mustache, like from coming to America. You know, he wants <laughs> that kind of mustache. But he, so he, he kind of gave us like a, a little, little shout out. And so we went to the OKC podcast meetup and uh, we got to see both of them there. And it wasn't really awkward for us, but I could just tell Nick was, he was kept twirling his mustache because. Uh, it, it was super, it was super twirled. Yeah, it, because his wife just kept thinking about that day coming to Black and Studios, <laughs> talking about Harry Potter and running into the, 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 the uh, Nubian god, Deshaun. <laughs> yes, the, nu- the Nubian, Nubian ancient Nubian god. Ancient I mean, he was god. an ancient yeah, god. That means killing. he was probably once, you know, worshipped. Wow. He was. And then there's probably a pyramid out there. There, there, there is. Yeah. And, and me and Richard, we, we probably built the pyramid for him, but yeah, we, yeah, we were yeah, all yeah, there. Yeah, we, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 uh, but this was, it was a great night. Caleb Haldane, uh, Nick Johnson, Heather Johnson, Gal, uh, who else was there? Matthew, uh, Stone, uh, Kelsey, Courtney. Stone, Courtney, and, and uh, Jeff Provine. And we were all just And uh, Creeper. Oh, dude. Shout out to Creeper. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're not, we're not going to go into the story, but there was a Creeper that was that was there stalking us. So uh, if you guys ever want to come to an OKC podcast meetup, we'll let you know when the next one is coming up in December. But shout out to that group. That group's been so supportive of all the shows here at Black and Studios and all Oklahoma podcasts. And we love mm-hmm. hanging out with you guys. We're actually getting ready to do another crossover at Red Six at a later date. And that's yes. all we can really that's all we can really say about that. Um, shout out to the Extraordinary Journey of a Black Nerd uh, group on Facebook. They always support. They always post the shows and always uh, make sure to send us. and Well, they send me some 
topics to talk about on the show. Um, also, shout out to the Black Nerd Squad that follows us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And then shout out to Podcasting Smarter, Jennifer Crawford, and all the guys there. Um, we're actually entering all the podcasts I'm on. In the 2016 Amateur Podcast Championships that the Podcasting Smarter Group put out. So um, we'll have more information on that if you guys go listen. Uh, we pick our favorite episodes. If you want to help out the show, go leave a uh, subscribe on iTunes, leave a five-star rating and review. And in that review, tell us what your favorite show is, and we will consider to put that up for the award. Um, podcast of the week this week is going to be The Smartest Man of the World with uh, comedian Greg Prutz. Have you listened to it? Mm-mm. Uh, he he talks about all he's he's another political podcast like one mic one voice, but he talks about you know stuff that's going on whenever he tours for his comedy acts and just what's going on in the world and how you know stupid most people are depending on on where they live. But it's a it's a funny show. It's a very informative show. I think his episodes are probably an hour hour and a half because it is live stand up and cosplay of the week is. Metal Slimer, who exclusively is on Instagram. He's done uh, things like JoJo from JoJo's Bizarre Adventures, uh, Genderbenders of Jessica Rabbit and Belle from Beauty and the Beast, Sailor Moon, also done Ronald McDonald, Ryu, uh, Nightwolf, Akuma, uh, Kanikuman from Ultimate Muscle, uh, and many, many other cosplay so this guy and he's got pictures of him and his girlfriend doing cosplay together but he does both roles male and female anime video game characters that he likes and many many more characters from manga that we don't even get to see anymore so go check him out support him make sure to find follow click that heart button show some love and then comment on his cosplay as well and if you're looking for cosplay of the week it's not on saturday anymore i'm just going to drop it the same day i do podcast of the week every monday on the elijah bailey show page on facebook so Let's get back into it. Let's take a quick commercial break, take a pause for the cause, and then DT will get them draws. <laughs> I'm Michael Eric Owen. And I'm DT of the One Mic, One Voice podcast. A show that is created to give space where your voice, ideas, and a form of opinions can be heard, appreciated, and debated. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, One Mic, One Voice podcast. Follow us on our Twitter, the number one, Mike underscore the number one voice. Or follow us on Instagram at One Mic One Voice. You can also listen to us on Podbeam, Stetcher, and iTunes. And if you want to email us, email us at contact at onemikeonevoice.com. And if you just want to get all of our content, go to onemikeonevoice.com or blackinstudios.com. People can hear the smile. Oh, we're back. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> with the Elijah Bailey Show, this <clears throat> is the co-host Richard Taplin. Oh, I'm here with Elijah Bailey. Don't say co-host. Just say this is Richard Taplin. Hey, I'm cool. I know. Like It takes like so much pressure off of me when I just say <laughs> I'm just the co-host, okay? I'm fine with that. I don't get offended with co-hosts. Uh, so I'm just your co-host, Richard Taplin. <laughs> I'm here with the host with the most, Elijah Bailey, oh, and another host slash co-host. Which one do you prefer? I mean, it really doesn't matter if you're doing a show with somebody. Both of you are, you know, hosting simultaneously. So just whoever's not talking at the time is the co-host. <laughs> DT right God there with it. the knowledge and of the One Mic, One Voice podcast. We just heard their commercials. So oh, definitely yeah. check them out as yeah. well um, on everything at onemikeonevoice.com. Dude, I think we, Caleb Masters, I don't want to kick you off. You just haven't been in the studio in a while, but I think DT is going to take your spot on the show. So, mm. uh, But I know, I know he's been busy. That's, that's Yeah, he's been he's doing been, some pretty badass things out there. Yeah, so I, I think he's fine with it. It frees up some time, but DT's coming in as the unofficial third host of the Elijah <laughs> Bailey show. Yeah. So, I mean, with our voices combined, 
women get wet. That's 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 the tagline <laughs> for the show. But <laughs> but we're back. Still your girl <laughs> in my Gucci flip flops. <laughs> but we're here with uh, DT and me and Richard, and we just sitting here. I mean, our friendship and our bonds have grown since that first time at. The old black and studios. Mm-hmm. Uh, sitting on the couch. Yes, sitting, sitting on, on the couch. Nice leather couch. Which Kicking it. I never asked if he washed that couch before mm-hmm. sitting on it. <laughs> That's why I always <laughs> smiled in the other seat. <laughs> See, That's exactly why I smile when you sit in this seat. Oh, don't. <laughs> God damn it. My I'm like, we're all pants. just so just nastily. Uh, oh, Richard just... Gets it everywhere. Yeah. All right. So, but uh, we kind of gave another because you came on before the Elijah yeah. Bailey show with, with Michael. And, uh, but I think, you know, the whole conversation, the real talk conversation is just, you know, what has actually changed and affect our life. Because, uh, uh, like Richard said many times and teases me, I'll be 30 in December, December 23rd. And uh, my perspective is always influenced by I, I, what's going on at school with the kids I teach how they're interacting with their parents, you know, and then, and then just the world around them. Like even people like I was talking to someone that was in their forties and they were like, well, you guys are, you know, you guys are kids. Cause I'm well, I was like, man, I reference people that, that are younger than me, especially mm-hmm. 26 and below as kids because they have that mentality that this, yeah. the, I've heard that we're still a part of the millennial generation, but the mentality is not the same. If I have to make a decision between paying my phone bill and paying my, my, my rent, that's an easy fucking decision. I'm not sitting here losing sleep and texting all my Neither friends. Neither one. I'm getting me some video games. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm just I'm sitting outside. We're going to play them. Exactly. Yes, we are. Yeah. I said, where are you going to play where? video oh, games? Outside. I'll, I'll figure it out. Oh, okay. In his mind. <laughs> but, yeah, I'll figure it out. You're going to be asking for quarters for the, for the, for the arcade. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's so, it's so weird. It's, uh, most millennials don't even know what a fucking arcade is. They thought that new arcade bar downtown was brand new. Like, man, this is a great idea. I was like... <laughs> Man, we should go to Lions Fun Park and all kind of shit. Celebration Station. Mm-hmm. There should be have you been down there the yet? Uh, DT? I have not. The, uh, what's it called? Retro Pub? Mm-hmm. That shit is nice. Yeah, it's actually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, just the, just the thought process of these these youngsters nowadays, like a lot of a lot of them, it's entitlement, but a lot of it is just being naive about everything. Like I guess it's it's the structure for how the government used to function was keeping secrets. So you really couldn't find out what was going on. Now the whole structure is bombard everybody with so much information they, they can't tell the real shit from the fake shit. And all the kids are latching to most of the fake shit or what's the easily accessible thing so they can go and regurgitate it to somebody else and act like that's actually information. You know, how do you kind of deal with that when you're counseling? Do, do you, a lot of the people you counsel, you know, partake in that access to information and then try to act like they know something? Because your kids are a little bit younger. Uh, I actually work with um, you work with all like, all age kids, and then, you know, just depending on what what age group is is going to give you the synopsis of the thought process. But for me, <clears throat> being a counselor, you know, there there are so many uh, dynamics to consider when you're trying to think about what motivates people to do what they do, mm-hmm. behave the way they do, and so like a, a large part of it is really getting to know people, and so like I could I could give you a really generic. Um, analogy or mm-hmm. a really generic um, insight about what may be going on on the outside, just general, generally. Yeah, but really, that. all of us take some time to get to know, you know, and there are a lot of things, like you said, out there now that are pressing on the kids' mind mm-hmm. that are that are not necessarily in their control. 
you know, like you said, there in the past there was an element of surprise, mm-hmm. an element of secrecy that kind of safeguarded yeah. youth from being exposed to something too yeah. early. And so now you can you can pull up your phone. You got porn all day. You got mm-hmm. uh, whatever, man. I, <laughs> Violence all day. You, yeah. man, you can you can look at your phone and watch a murder, man. Just, yeah, exactly. You know, it's like. Where they where they do that at? You yeah, know? and it's like that's a norm for kids now, yeah. and so you have to understand what that what that um, exposure does to a kid's mind. You know, being pretty much grown up before you grown up, mm-hmm. and so it's now like why parents are talking to kids, and you know they're not relating or they're not uh, communicating in a way that you know the kids feel like they should be respectful of adults. Like, man, I know just as much as you do. Yeah, you can't yeah. hide. You know, the kids aren't. I mean, the parents don't have anything to hide from the kids. Mm-hmm. As much as you try to, you know, they're never, they're influenced by their peers. Yeah, and so if I have a kid who's you know kind of been sheltered, I've been trying to do my best to protect them mm-hmm. from a lot of yeah, shenanigans like that go on in the world. It's like now he has a friend, and that's all he do is. Stay on yeah. Facebook and Instagram. Like, hey man, come look at this. And now your son coming 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 home like, you yeah. know, Dad, I seen some titties today. Dad, why'd you take all my titty milk? And you yeah. were trying to keep it away from him, right? Mm-hmm. And now, you know, I don't and I don't, like I said, it, it it's really on my part as a counselor, really just to get to know what's what's going on. And so that way that dialogue. It gives me a better understanding because, you know, you deal with kids who are who are facing a lot of different issues you know like um not being able to eat at yeah. home you know that not having parents around you know kind of raising themselves there are mm-hmm. a lot of different elements to behavior and why kids are acting the way that they do <clears throat> so for me it's just like okay what what are this kid's resources what is what is the mental process what are the um the caregivers perceptions about what's going on mm-hmm. And that kind of gives me a better understanding of, of how to help or how, how to yeah. help, you know, them, them put some things in place to move forward. But it's just so complicated that you can't be uh, narrow-minded in trying mm-hmm. to understand or explain what's happening. Yeah. Richard? No, that's something that um, – that's actually something that my mom has said on, on the last episode that me and her recorded. We was talking about how the older she got, she realized that she, she don't – She's not regretting anything, yeah. but she wished that she understood the mentality of, you know, each kid is different. Even though they was raised in yeah. the same house, mm-hmm. each kid are, is going to perceive everything so much more differently. And she was like, as a parent, you have to realize that for you. Granted, you, you're going to treat everybody kind of the same because you don't want to show favoritism and everything yeah. like that. But every kid is going to be different. You know, these me and Richana who were 10 years younger than my older two siblings or my older three siblings, you know, we're going to see the world a little bit differently. You know, we were more indulging, not the internet really, but more video games even. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's going to be different from the kids who did not wasn't indulged in that. So, I mean, you're right. The kids nowadays, it's just, it's completely different from how we were growing up. And like when I was young, I was the oldest. And so that have a, something mm-hmm. to do about my personality and how I perceive things as an older brother. Like, when my parents were away, I was, like, an extension of them, so I was, like, another parent. Yeah, he was like, hey. Like, so, exactly. That ain't gonna my fly. little brother and sister were doing something out of line, I'd be the one to tell them, like, look, man, this is not cool. Or I'm gonna tell mama. You know, like, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but at I'm the same snitch. time, it's like, holding your your siblings accountable for themselves because we know that if you don't, man, the world ain't gonna treat you nicely. No, nope, I mean, yeah. It's not like... Um, there's some, 
get out of jail free card out there, you know, when you just, you know, messing up for no reason. But at the same time, like I said, my my experience being an older brother had a lot to do with the way that I see things and just trying to help them out as my younger siblings Mm -hmm. be the best that they can be. And, you know, being an extension of my parents to just be like, man, look, you remember what mom said, what dad said about us and how we supposed to be? And like that meant something to me. So like my parents... I held them on a high pedestal because I knew when they left, I was in charge. Mm-hmm. And so I had to be listening to what they were saying because I had to be able to relay that to my younger siblings when they were gone. And it just it just kind of helped me be – and probably if you ask my little brother and sister, they didn't like it. They didn't like <laughs> of it. Of course. Nobody likes that. But they but. like they, they, they now see the reason, though. You know, it's not yeah, like it was just – Yeah, I appreciate it now. I appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, I think that role because I didn't my 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 siblings didn't live with me. They stayed with my dad in Kentucky, and then now my my little brother in Florida with them. But I was the go between for my cousins because we were we're a close family. But I think that w- that was the deal. Like, you know, my, like I don't know why he's doing this. I don't know why she's doing that. Well, you know, this is this is going on. That's going on, and that gives your parents a little bit different perspective while they're still at that that protector <laughs> guardian uh, role. But you still have some of those minor responsibilities in there as, as you know, having to watch them when they're out or, you know, try to help them lead and be the best they can be. So. I mean, because at the end of the day, you know, I was responsible for them, you know, yeah. like regardless, you know, what they were doing or not doing. If it if it was bad, it was on me. If it was yeah. good, it was on me. But I couldn't turn a blind eye to it. Yeah. And I also grew up a little bit with my grandmother too, you know. So, like, just having those, those people who are influencing you, mm-hmm. it's like, they call you old soul or whatever, but yeah. it's like, man, I have real morals. Like I have yeah. a real like code of behavior that I yeah. follow because these are people who showed me what to do. Like they showed me what's up, you yeah. know. Dude, as much as I complain about having to, to wake up early, I, I think I was telling somebody yesterday. Like my, I never wake up earlier than my grandpa. And when I wake up, I go through the house, look, see if he's in them. If he's not, he's at one of the four properties they own early in the morning, four or five. So I go in there, get a hole, get a rake. And go find them, mm-hmm. and then we start working on the garden from edging up the, the you know, that's just your know, responsibilities. If you own something, you have to mm-hmm. you upkeep it. That's why I love my wife, but I hate when she doesn't put like video games back in the case, like their proper case or a case. That just irks me because everything has its place mm-hmm. and everything, it, it, there's a structure to it. But she's about to go in there and fuck it all up now. Oh, <laughs> dude, I mean, she'll look at me, she'll give me that look like, okay. And then I'll just be like, I'll just do that shit later. But I mean, just having those, those, because I grew up with my parents, my grandparents while my mom worked up here and just seeing how hard everybody else is working at a younger age, it makes you feel like you're compelled to work that hard. And then you know what, what the outline is going to be. I have to make sure that there's somebody depending on me at all times. So I got to make sure to live my life. And there were consequences, my gosh. Oh, Oh, yeah. My goodness. I mean, that's, that's the biggest. I mean, that's, that's like a, I mean, a, Deal, deal maker or breaker. You know, yeah. kids have to be held responsible. Held responsible. You know, and they have to be. And I'm not saying beat the hell out of your kid. Yeah. You know, to teach them something. But each moment, even is a is a time to make that a teachable moment for your mm-hmm. child. A lot of things about adults are not. I mean, are a lot of thing about adults in the way that we perceive and understand are different from the way child people. I mean, children think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> But a lot of parents have taken their hands off the wheel of parenting so much so that the kids are also seen as a little adults, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. you're trying to understand why the kid is doing a certain thing without the understanding that the kid is not thinking that deeply into exactly. it. You know, it's like, 
um, I mean, I can give you a whole brain dissertation. Yeah, but it, yeah. at the same, but it's 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 complicated, man. And if you're really serious about having children who are going to be able to function in the world, you need to be studying because yeah. it's not as simple as just you saying, "Hey, you need to clean up your room," and leaving it to the child just to do it, just because yeah. you think he's gonna. You know, be, oh, yeah, can't wait. <laughs> you know, you need to make it a, a part of him understanding why it's important to have his room clean. One, that's his, that's his responsibility. That's where he stays. That's, you know, mm-hmm. it's like take care of your stuff. See. But, but you have to you have to install that. Into yeah, it. and yeah. it don't have to be like, didn't I tell you to clean up your room? It's, you know, it's like, so, man, yeah. look, you know, this is why we keep our room clean. And, and it's, it benefits you. So now when I have to tell you. You don't have to pick up a thousand things. Now you got an attitude the whole time. Just yeah. As you go every day, put that back mm-hmm. where it go. Pick this up, you know, and it's like now it's easy yep. for everybody. Yep. Dude. Right on the head. <clears throat> and exactly. that's what you have to do because even with me being a father, uh, it's almost, it's, it's like chores. And, you know, I give Caden mm-hmm. a set amount of chores on certain days and it's to keep his room clean. Mm-hmm. You know, on certain days on Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, he has to put his shoes up, you know. And um, on other days, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, all the toilets got to be off the floor. And it helps him not to have that huge burden of a task right. of having to clean up the whole room right. when it just gets too damn dirty. I mean, I'm telling you, the, the small clean is bigger than, better than the big, big clean. Yeah. Like, some some adults don't even understand didn't waste that. your whole day, whole Saturday. could have been outside playing exactly. or whatever you wanted to do. But no, nah, now nah, you got to clean the room up because mm-hmm. you didn't listen the first time. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, like having stages of... of um, like now, you know, the kids just got everything. But like having stages of of privilege mm-hmm. and of um, of pleasure, yeah. you know, as a kid is important because you know if you give them everything, you know, they're gonna feel entitled to everything. Yep. Yeah. You know, when you take something away from them, that's gonna be like a big deal to them. Yeah. But what the fuck you're doing, mom? Fuck you, a, mom. There's a different mentality <laughs> in having to work towards something like us. You know, like we're we've we've by whatever means, have gotten to this place in life right now, right? Mm -hmm. But we didn't just pop up and get here. Nope. And so without some work, without some setting of goals, uh, you know, trying to put yourself in place for something better or more or or further, it takes work. And uh, kids need to know that from a very young age because life is work every day. You have to even to get up out of the bed is work for some people, you Mm -hmm. know. To be able to function amongst other people is work. Yep. Being able to understand life in a way that makes sense to you is work. work yeah. So it's like being able to have a, a work ethic really young, but also understanding of why it, it just it it's sets just up better. everything. Gives it's you a foundation better. for life. Mm-hmm. So if people want to get inside your head, where can they go to find you on the social media? Uh, Deshaun Thorne on Facebook. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much all, all I got. What, what about and one mic? Yeah, I mean, one, one mic, one, one voice. Yeah. <laughs> one mic, one voice. Yeah, podcast page. That's the number so, one mic underscore number one mic on Twitter. Exactly. It's been a pleasure having the Nubian ancient. Thank you for God. King God. Yes. Who's a God? Yeah, I forgot. Yes. See, I keep yeah. going. Don't, don't, don't disrespect him. him. Yeah, don't disrespect him. <laughs> but yeah. it is a pleasure having you on. Me and yet you were again. kings. Yeah, he was the God. The God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we built statues to him. <laughs> to him, yeah. We killed lambs to oh, him. him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah, I'm tripping. <laughs> but thanks for coming on, DT. Hey, thank y'all for having me, man. It was fun. Uh, I only planned to stay a little bit of time. And then it was the whole it. episode. Hey, where can people find you and Black and Studios at, Richard? At blackandstudios.com is our website, or you can go to Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Black and Studios. And you can feel free to email us at podcast at blackandstudios.com. 
com. Yes, and you know, this is the show you love. DT came back. Me and Richard are always here. We're better than the gamer stand. Uh, you can find anything and everything you need to know about The Elijah Bailey Show on Facebook at The Elijah Bailey Show. That's that's free plugging for them. Mm-hmm. Like My plugging actually matters for them. Uh, and then on Instagram and Twitter at Elijah Bailey Show without the W, that's S-H-O. Then you can also send in your emails like you have been doing to Elijah Bailey Show at gmail.com. Thank you guys and I am gone. Today's episode of Elijah Bailey Show we have our code word which is I believe is our third or fourth code word. You have to keep track of yourself but the code word is friendship. Uh, friendship is the code word that allows you to enter into the Black and Studios raffle that we are having on Instagram right now. So go to Instagram, follow Black and Studios, DM them the code word friendship, and also tag a friend. Uh, be sure to check out the Elijah Bailey Show. It airs every week on Thursdays. And also the One Mic, One Voice Show, because we had DT on the show today, that airs every Saturday. The code word is friendship, because that's what made this show possible.